basically Bruce growling at Figgy because he's like trying to bite him. I don't know. You know, this is the kind of chaos that I invented into my life. No, and and you did. And you paid for it. How funny is that? No, but I needed it because I needed to put my energy somewhere. Yeah, that's fair. You know, I needed to leave my house for a reason. Yeah, I think I that I think it made the right, the mature decision. I said I'm not even being sarcastic. Like I actually think that was a really smart choice. Right. Well, the thing is, is that like Pomeranians are kind of like cats, and I'm like, if I was a dog, I would be a Pomeranian. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> like they think that they're bigger than they are. They think they're like super tough, but they're like quite small and fluffy and like. It's basically me. And also, like, whenever I wear my coats with, like, the with like the Mongolian fur, it's just, like, a very funny... It's, like, I feel like me and the animals could be characters in a children's book. For sure. I'd read it. If for our listeners, we're so sorry. I am I don't even know. We just, like, I don't know. We just had so many things. You know, it's been... It's been so busy, and I don't even know with what, but I just know I'm tired. No, I know. And now it's like winter. I had to do like November movies recently. I had to do You've Got Mail, Moonstruck. I've started doing those. I'm going to do Eyes Wide Shut because for me that is a movie. That's a Christmas movie. I don't care. It's a Christmas movie. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) It is a Christmas movie. I think that you can't watch it at any other time except November and December. Okay, fair. We all have our we all have our things. I I for one might have to rewatch Harry Potter. What? Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's really no, weird. Is it? Is it because like, like rewatch Hogwarts? all of them? Like the early ones when they're yeah, little. Yeah. No, yeah. Because would you believe I actually like just stumbled upon watching all six of them in the summer, and it oh hit then, God. which makes me think that like. <laughs> In this in this climate, it's gonna be even better. You know what yeah, show I I'm always little, watch in the winter? What? I always Grey's like Anatomy? start mm, absolutely not. I'm not a hospital show person. Um Mad Men always. Really? See, I don't think I've ever even like finished all of the seasons of Mad Men. It was so cold. It's not something that you like watch like chronologically. You like Put on a season and you just watch it. That's just like how it goes for me. Fair. I basically know what happens to all the characters. So it's not like I need to like, I like to step in because it's also like by years, right? So it's like, I think it like what they like, they move like four years. I don't even know. It's not factual what I'm saying. Um, so you're yeah, just, well, you're lying. <laughs> I don't know. I thought, I thought that it moves through time a little bit faster than as though that it was like, Per year, you know what I mean? I guess it took so long to film each season, maybe, but also because they wanted to move forward in time, like from like the early 60s into like the 70s. Yeah. I don't, I haven't watched all of it, so. Anyways, whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe one, maybe after Harry Potter. Well, you know, um, congratulations on your new job. It's not like new anymore. <laughs> that's that's why we haven't done the podcast. <laughs> I know, so funny, um, but also because like I don't know what I've been doing. 
You've been bopping. Have I? Does it seem like I'm bopping? Because I literally am like, I'm not doing anything exciting. I'm just at home. But then, I, then I've like been going around. You know, I got like, I, yeah, I get it. When I have to go around like in quick succession, like for trips and stuff, I get really like, I get really antisocial after. I get like mad. No, 100%. I mean, like. <laughs> like like one I, can't, I couldn't agree more even going away for like a weekend with friends like for the next week I'm completely depleted of any type of like social energy I think it's really normal it's um, like the one thing is like the traveling itself but then it's like the traveling the moving, the moving. yeah and just like just being on talking to people feeling the pressure being in a new place to keep doing everything la da 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 I mean like emotional like Ban whatever the free, emotional bandwidth is a finite resource. I don't even know if that made sense, but do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. My social battery. I, I'm always like the thing is, is that when I have to travel a lot, like the the weeks leading up to it, I'm always like the one to be like, oh, I'm just popping in. I've got to go, and like everyone's like, no. And I'm like, I will not staying. Don't peer pressure me to stay. I'm not staying because I'm like my social battery. I can't just like run myself ragged over the course of like a month. I got to like really be conserving my time and energy to like the times that I need to be like the most alert. And when I have, when I, I'm not even talking about the times I have to talk to strangers. I'm talking about mainly the travel part. No, 100%. But it's so funny. Like I've talked to a lot of friends about this where it's like, is it, is it going through COVID? Like not actually having COVID, but like, you know, that two years, is it age? Like, what is it? I used to be able to go, go, go without any sort of repercussions. And now I'm like, sad. I'm hungover. (laughs) It's age, right? It's age. (laughs) It's totally natural. I mean, I mean, like, I think that basically, like, my thing is I've always had, like, bad anxiety with just, like, the travel portion. Like, I don't like having to think of, like, what I have to pack because me, like, thinking of some, like, thinking of, like, forgetting something, like, I don't know. It just drives me nuts. I can't, I hate that. And, like, recently I've, like, done the thing where, like, I'll forget my toothbrush, which makes me so mad, Eve, because I'm, like, I for I remembered my two different perfumes. I remembered my two different shades of concealer. Yeah. I remembered all things, but my fucking toothbrush I forgot, and now I have to go to the Dwayne Reed or the Walgreens and pick that up. That's so beyond for me. I can't. Um, but yeah, tell me about your little your little ventures. So we're st- structuring this episode a little differently, Eve, because I have to say I was I did not prepare a um, a Reddit relationship because originally when I had wanted to film like film this episode do this episode like months ago it was like when that one fairly very viral reddit relationships came up where like it was like my girlfriend or like my boyfriend like listens to this song when we have sex and it's like so weird like is it so weird that he listens to the song and do you know what I'm talking about no and it was like this song that goes I can't even do it it's like no, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. I actually don't think I can recall it, but like the way that it sounds in my memory is like. Oh, do, yeah, do, do. wait. I know, I know, but is that a song or is it like a like a jingle? What? What? 
on earth would that be a jingle for? Like the aliens and like <laughs> men in black? Yeah, that's What it. are you singing? I mean, <laughs> no, you know babe, that that's a circus song. <laughs> that's a circus that's, song. No, no, run it. No, literally, let the record show run it back because I feel like that's exactly what you were doing. I'm not kidding. No, no, no. no, no do what no, you no. did. Do what you did. Okay, no way. I have to find it now. Reddit song. Oh my god, it is a circus. <laughs> I'm talking about this. Hold on, wait. It's by Hudson Mohawk. It's called Seabat. Sabat. <laughs> He oh does it God. to like the beat. Uh, he like has sex like to the beat with his pelvis moves like this. That's the whole joke. No. <laughs> no. I like when it no. gets really down. I, I love how you were doing this circus song. Like, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway. It's actually okay, so me- funny. I have to say that I literally. You know, when you like laugh and your abs start hurting, this is like what I did for like a good. It like gave me. It gave me some problems. I was like, I could not. Well, you were giggling. Okay. Giggling. I was like drowning from laughter. That's so funny. Who is it him or his like partner, whoever it was that wrote the post? The girl wrote the post. Okay. Oh no, sorry. And the guy goes- wrote the post. My girlfriend of two years told me the music that I play during sex is weird and a major turnoff. Anyways. Yeah, no, for sure, but <laughs> anyways, it like got really viral and then it started being like on TikTok, a TikTok trend. So God. Like that people were doing it? Like they were like, they were, like it? reenacting it. Like they were trying to figure out how you would dance to it or like have sex to it. Anyways, whatever. The point is, is that as I was trying to explain, Vicky, you're biting my hand. Anyways, um so basically what I was thinking for this is I would, um, you know, quick, we would talk about how you went to like Arizona or whatever. We would talk about our travels. And then what I would talk to you about was the fact that I dipped my toe into, um, I don't even know how exactly to explain it. I will just say that um, someone close to me was like, it would be so funny if you guys did a podcast on... The infamous um, Gili, starring Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck. So I ended up trying to watch it. Anyways, we'll talk about it later. And then the, the the main course of this podcast, we will be getting into Pretty Woman, which is like iconic. I have my own mixed feelings about it, to be honest. But we can get into that. Anyways, so you went to Scottsdale. Where else did you go? How else have you Nowhere. been? Nowhere, How babes. was Scottsdale? <laughs> Um, it was, it was good. I mean, I was working for two days before I went. So I was like, kind of nice in the, it was kind of like, just like a fun girls trip. I mean, Scottsdale's so funny because it's like, it almost feels like a, like a Western movie set. That's like not in production. Right. Like, it's just like, I'm, I'm definitely more partial to water. Like everything's so beige there. Yeah. You were like landlocked. Yeah. It was nice. You know? It was it was for work, but it was like there was like just three of us girlies. 
Oh, cute. So it's yeah, so nice. You mean you make everything fun, so. <laughs> no, but it, no, I know. I don't mean like it was, it just, it was, it was a lot of fun. Like I honestly just ordered room service and my robe and watched movies. It was like stunning. I love that. Yeah. And since I, that's it. since we last did the podcast, I went to LA. I was in New York. I coastal baby. And then I went to Memphis. Okay, but I think a lot of American cities are like this. So Memphis was literally like a set too. That's how I described it. Cause also maybe it's because like no one walks. So there's like no people on the streets. It's so funny. And I guess because it's because it's so hot in Arizona, even when restaurants are open. They have like the mm-hmm. black windows to preserve, like, so it doesn't get too hot inside. But then it just looks like everything's closed and desolate. And you really like, you know, when you like, you walk, you know, you're in New York or you're, you know, sometimes you're, sometimes you're here and you catch this feeling where it's like you get mm-hmm. on the street and you catch a vibe. It's impossible to do that when you think everything is closed. <laughs> yeah, that is weird. I mean, it must be so hot there. Yeah, that's not for me, but neither is this fucking cold, so I don't know where to go. Yeah, no, I mean, there's no, I don't think, like, there's a perfect climate in this, in this day and age of changing um, weather consistencies, you know? I think it's all getting, even if it's, like, too nice, you're like, this is suspiciously nice, and what natural disaster is happening elsewhere to cause this nice weather, 100%. And even in somewhere like LA, where it's like relatively sunny all the time, my issue with that type of climate is that, you know, you don't, you, you, you don't have permission to then be sad because it's not raining. Like imagine being sad while the sun is shining. Like it's just doesn't hit the same. And then you feel guilty. And I just think that's like, that's like, like that's mentioned before. Have I? Okay. Cause I felt the same when I lived in Australia. I feel the same, but then I also like, I don't know. I just, I think I'll just complain about everything. So, okay. So my friend Tatum was like, you were, she was saying this to me, that I'm a really big complainer. Like, and you know what? I have to say that ever since I was little, my grandma called me an ingrate. And you know what? I am. I am not grateful. Okay. And so. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) I have to go to Miami next week for Art Basel. You know what? I am not grateful. Okay. (laughs) Like I might, I don't know what's going to happen to me. I'm stressed out. I'm like actually stressed. You know what I mean? You can imagine. I feel like even for you, a woman who is very seasoned on the party circuit, you would get stressed in that kind of environment. For sure. The invites are getting, are like the, there's some invites that are like a portion of them are like all like, words that I don't understand, like blockchain, web three. I don't know. What does that mean? Like NFT crypto stuff. I don't know. I thought crypto imploded like last week or something. I've been listening to so many different podcasts about it. Yeah. I've had like 18 people explain an NFT to me. And I just, I think, you know, some things, I don't know, like just aren't art. (laughs) Some things just you know, are not, I just don't, maybe I just don't understand it. No, no shade, no shade, but I just, I sincerely cannot wrap my brain around it. It's like thinking about like the universe in a lot of ways for me. Oh, you know what? I also can't, well, I can't wrap my head around. Yeah. The universe, but also like 
why anyone would want to go to space. That's weird. I kind of know. You know what I think? Go on. (laughs) I would never want to go to space because then you're just like, like the amount of people you can relate to have become now so small. Now you're just like, you see this whole different perspective that you can't even tell people about in a way where they understand because they haven't been. To me, that's like a prison, a mental prison. Yeah. It's like when people like have died for like a few minutes and then get resuscitated. Yeah. It's just like, then what else do you, and I feel like also like when you go to a dinner party, like the only thing you're ever going to be able to talk about is how you went to space because nothing else in your mind is going to matter. But to other people who haven't been, no one else like really gives that much of a fuck. Like, do you know what I mean? I do know what you mean, but I just like think it's really funny when I watch the Kardashians and they're like, she was like, Oh, Pete's going to space. Oh my God, yeah. And I'm like, when did this conversation come up? When was Pete Davidson talking to Jeff Bezos and was like, hey, I think I should go to space? Like, that's a conversation that I would never have. And like, I just think it's so silly. You're like, I don't know. I, I also am interested in listening to a different podcast about how space is actually just like so inhospitable to human, the human body like it's just like not livable like why would you want to go there everything about it stresses me out being claustrophobic in my little spacesuit like what if I drifted away what if I need to pee what what am I eating up in space what am I the the peeing thing is the weirdest I don't really know like is that gonna mess with my stomach like yeah Yeah. what is my am I gonna get like a stomach virus up there what's going on with my health like what? Yeah. I don't know what is all no, of like my we're body. We're not meant to be there. <laughs> we're not meant to be up there. And uh, and you know yeah. what? Don't get me started on the moon thing because you know I have weird things about that. As in, you believe it's a conspiracy? Okay, that's my one conspiracy. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like because now, <laughs> stop. I'm serious. I just really believe in like the fucking cold war. And all I'm saying is all of a sudden now, only now in 2022 is NASA like deciding that they should like go back to the moon. And I'm like, okay, interesting. All that other time, every time I ever asked anyone about this, they were like, we don't have to go back there. I'm like, we don't have to go back there. They're interested in, they, they want to colonize the fucking, look, I don't understand why they wouldn't want to colonize the moon first before Mars. Seems weird. It's a closer distance. Anyways, whatever. I don't want to get into it, but that's how I feel about space. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, 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 I very closely share your sentiments. I did take a, cl- a class on conspiracy theories in university, and you know what? That wasn't one of the ones that was fully debunked for me. <laughs> I know in talking about it, people are always like yelling at me about it. No, I still have some f- questions for that professor, you know? I'm just saying, anyway. like, I listen to st- podcasts about, like, people debunking conspiracy theories all, like, all the time. Like, this, the Tiffany Dover is Dead podcast, you should listen to that one. It's about the lady, the nurse who, like, fainted on television after getting the COVID vaccine. And then, like, ever all the, like, the right freaks were all, like... They killed her. She's not alive anymore. Blah, 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 blah. There was like no record of her dying from the vaccine just because she fainted. Anyways. Oh, just how people faint all the time with getting needles. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
I like, I fainted before. It's yeah normal. Every time I get Botox, I'm like, <laughs> sorry. <go ahead. laughs> I was going to say, every time I get Botox, I get a little bit woozy, but here I am not moving in my forehead. You know what I mean? You, per- you persevere. You persevere. And you're, yeah, you didn't die from the Botox. Someone who No, I'm better than ever. Yeah, yeah, you're not, yeah, no fear can show up on your face. There's no moving going on. And, that, and that's that. what I'm saying, sister. Yeah. Um, so... I just want to preface, so I just want to say about Julie for one second, is that I totally remember the backlash of Julie. And it was like, as a child, however old I was, it was like so embarrassing. It was like, you just know this is an embarrassing thing. It's embarrassing because like Ben and Jen were like so in like overexposed in the tabloids and they were just being like, they were like so showy with everything. They were like on the carpet. They were getting the big diamond. She, he was in the Jenny and the Block video. And it was like so weird. Eve, let me tell you that none of this prepared me for Julie as a viewing experience. Really? I only watched, I watched, I would say 75% of it because I was like, this is insane. Um, so I just also, so the director, it was written and directed by a man called Martin Brest. And it, Martin Brest previously, previously did the award-winning film Scent of a Woman that always gets promoted on all of my fucking streaming sites for some reason. It's like always like Scent of a Woman, watch Scent of a Woman. I don't know why. It's the Al Pacino film. I actually and like that film. It's award-winning. It's like one of those films that's like in the Yeah, in the I liked it. I mean, yeah. Interesting. So, I guess what happened? Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like this is a situation I think where there he was surrounded probably by too many yes people, and he created this kind of. I have to say that I did not expect there to be so much ableism in it. I paused for dramatic effect. Did you? I haven't. That? I haven't seen it. I know, but like, did you even know that that was like a part of it? Wait, what's ableism? Sorry, I don't mean to sound stupid, but... It's like we're, like, discriminating against people who have disabilities. Oh, my God. What? (laughs) That's that's in that? Who the fuck does that? No, so they have, like, a a man who does not have a disability playing someone who does. So, so bad. So bad. Gili, okay? I honestly was, like, shocked shocked because I was like okay now I kind of understand maybe like where people were coming from I was like maybe this film was the was like kind of like the the one to be like wow this is super inappropriate in a time when that was not the case very often you know what I mean yeah so I'm just I know so basically they have this actor playing someone who has a disability and it's very like um like throughout it's like he's like a main character and basically Jen and Ben are these kind of like contract I don't know what you even call them like kind of like cronies they like get a contract for doing like a job and they do it and um that's how they meet and so you know when you watch it you're like 
for some reason, this is, it's like a square. What's that saying about square and triangle peg or whatever? It was like, things are not fitting. Things aren't fitting properly. And so, and also like the dialogue. Oh my God. You know what? God bless. First of all, to be honest, God bless Jennifer Lopez because she was saying the most ridiculous lines. And she was put giving them her all in a kind of serious matter that like, this is why I could never be a true actor because like, if someone was to give me these lines, I would just be like, I cannot like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Marty. I'm not doing this for you. I just want to say yeah. that at one point there's a scene where, um, so basically Jennifer Lopez's character is a, is like a lesbian to start with. Okay. And okay. <laughs> um, that's reason, that's the reason why her and she says to Ben that like they can't hook up because she's not interested in him. He's not her type. And Ben Affleck is kind of like a like a kind of douchey, like weird, like it's giving like his Boston thing, but for some reason in LA, I was very confused. I was like, where are these slick guys coming in living in LA wearing leather jackets it just does not match to me I like just don't think of like mob stuff in LA um unless it's like the 40s you know so basically they are just like kidnapping Brian who is the man who has a disability And um, they're just supposed to, like, keep him under their watch for a while. So, like, his, the guy's, Brian's brother thinks that he's, like, missing, blah, 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 whatever. Anyways, it just gets worse and worse and worse. And let me just say that there's a scene where, um, you know, Jen and Ben are getting a little bit more, like, oh, maybe there's, like, an energy here that we should explore. And, um... I would say Jennifer Lopez does like a monologue of why um, men cannot please women. And it's like very, it's a long monologue, I would say. And her last word in it is like pussy. And you're like, oh my God, this is insane. (laughs) And then later she's like trying to like, she's actually like, oh, you know what? I can actually like hook up with him. I'm not joking. She lies back. And she's like, okay, it's turkey dinner. No. <laughs> no. What do you and, and then he's like, what? What do you mean? And she's like, gobble, gobble. <laughs> no, no. No. And it's oh like, again, I have to say commendable performances for working with their material. And um, this is why you can't be friends with the director. You cannot be like, oh, yeah, like, I trust this guy with all my life. I'm going to, like, be like, whatever. This is his passion project. Also, Martin Brest, this is your passion project? Insane to me. Insane. You know, I so I, I've been told that he never worked again after this. <laughs> no, and that's, and that's fair. It sounds like that feels like the right call. I mean, the thing is, though, is that it's like, I think it's a little bit like, um, it must be so embarrassing to be like, this is what was like my passion project. Like, this was the one that I was supposed to make. I mean, it's, it's just, oh, he did fast. Oh, wait. No, no, never mind. He did Beverly Hills Cop, Scent of a Woman, um, Midnight Run. Um, 
Meet Joe Black, which was like a weird, mm, you know what? I can see it. I can see why that would be a little bit of a situation. Yeah. Yeah. That's a weird one. Um, so yeah, Meet Joe Black, also a strange film, actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, is that the one where Brad Pitt does like a Jamaican accent? I forget. I've seen it so long ago. I just remember it being like about two hours longer than it needed to be. And that what's yeah, her name is so also pretty. two hours. Yeah. Like Mans has a problem with editing. Uh, okay. But so afterwards I was like, after I was like, got to shut this off. I had to shut it off very close after the gobble gobble scene. Cause I was like, you know what? It's time for bad. I maybe need to forget about this and it never happened. But you know, Gili also has a stacked cast. I don't know if you know this, but Christopher Walken is in it and Al Pacino. I feel like Al Pacino is calling in a fa- I was like, oh, Marty, you know what? I'll be in your weird little movie. Let's just do it. Whatever. And, you know, look what happened. It's. Yeah. It's, it's very it's like- strange. What's confusing to me, though, about these situations, and there's this isn't the only one where it's like, like at a certain point, even if it's not like film dry or like the, the it, it wasn't directed correctly, like you can't really like if the script is shit, there's not much you can do. And from what I'm hearing, it's like the script was like really like bad. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. I mean- so. Yeah, I think that it was like also like the. What's interesting is that like afterwards when we, I sent you a um, a video of Ben Affleck talking about it with Matt Damon. And like the weirdest thing is that they were like, oh, we're going to, we're going to make this mob movie. But then because Ben and Jen were like in the tabloids all the time and everyone was like, oh, we want like a romantic comedy with, with these two. They did five weeks of reshoots to like make it more of a romantic comedy-ish, I don't even know, but like instead of a mob movie, which let me tell you, you can see it's like a patchwork quilt in there. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. It just like makes no sense. That's bananas. And you know what? It probably would have been a little bit better if it just stayed a mob movie. Like I could take it a little more maybe more seriously anyways but I'm just saying that what I I did it for all of us I was like this movie can't be so bad like why would it be so bad I just remember that image of her in that like leather jacket and him with his like slick back hair in the magazines all the time and like I honestly I was talking about this earlier is that no wonder they got back together they basically trauma bonded with this experience for sure for sure like they did. Everyone was making fun of them. Yeah. And it sounds like, I mean, oftentimes it's like a lot, like to be quite frank, a lot of the movies, movies that I really love, especially in like the romantic comedy sphere, like they haven't gotten like, you know, accolades from every, from fucking mm-hmm. every mm-hmm. single critic. However, this sounds like it was very much warranted. Um. Yeah. Like and it's shocking <laughs> that it was at that time as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know what? It's, I guess, it has 1% or something. On, it has something sort of, sort of crazy rating on um, one of these websites. Um, anyway, so I did that for all of us. And you know what? Ben and Jen, Ben, uh, 
premiered Ben Affleck in his and her TikTok the other day. Really? Ben has TikTok? Little, I don't have I don't have TikTok, but No, J Lo has TikTok and then he appeared. Oh. She loves the TikTok. I feel like it's like one of those things where I'm like, you know what? This couple makes sense to me. It's fine. He 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 had his like lost man's phase and now they're together. It's fine. Although I did like her and A-Rod, I'll be honest. It felt very Miami to me. Yeah, so Miami. Maybe I'll see I, her when I'm in Miami. That would be fun. Honestly, take a picture if you do. It would be like my one highlight. I'd be like, you know what? I had to go to all these weird events, but I did see Jennifer Lopez. It'd make it all worth it. It really would. I, I'm so, I'm saying this like I'm not staying at like a nice hotel. I'm just like being so annoying. And never mind. Um, I'll let you know how it's it goes. Over, though. It's overwhelming. It's just a lot, you know. Yeah, especially alone. Like having to go yeah. to dinners and stuff by yourself, and like talking to people and like seeking people out alone. I mean, I can do it when I'm not like, you know, when it's not like work. I have to work the I'm working the room like I'm truly having yeah. to be like assessing what's going on in Miami yeah <laughs> but I think you know what let's just like I think I think this is a good way to go into it because it leaves room to be pleasantly surprised and it's like anything other than a complete anxiety attack is a win so let's just go oh, with it. absolutely I agree yeah. I really agree um so, I know you love Pretty Woman. Sorry, I had a sip of water. I love it so much. I know. It's interesting to me that you love it. But I, you know what? I will let you, you know what? I will let you tell us about the plot of Pretty Woman. I would love to know. All righty. Um, so, we have a gorgeous young Julia Roberts playing Vivian who is a prostitute in LA and she runs into Edward who is staying in Beverly Hills. We say sex worker now by the way. (laughs) Sorry sorry I didn't know sorry I didn't know that was a really honest mistake I apologize. As soon as I said it I was like I know that. They call her that in the movie it's a it's a timely it's a it's of the time it's the period time. And you know what? After I said it, I was like, that doesn't feel like the right verse. But anyways, I apologize. And I I, I am remiss. Um, Anyway, (laughs) she runs into Edward, who is this kind of like cold, powerful, rich guy who's staying in Beverly Hills. And then Edward, because he needs someone to, you know, go to these events with, he basically hires I guess that's the right word hires Vivian to stay with him for a week and be his date essentially to all these events and keep him company and then through this they end up really bonding oh my god yeah yeah I love it (laughs) wow I mean you know what? It's funny because I feel like everyone's always like, this movie is like my favorite movie because they're all like, I feel like people's like memory of it is so much more like cheerful than the reality of it, which to me is really like a stressful film. That's like very much um, Jason Alexander plays Richard Gere's lawyer. 
Oh, and ew. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I, like, cannot watch it because of Jason Alexander because he creeps me out so much. Yeah. 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 No, and I mean, I think we all know that, like, in the original, I think it was based on a book, but in the original book, it was definitely, like, a much darker, darker story. And I think that they do gloss over, like, the majority of hardships that any, t- like, any sex worker has to go through. Um, they, like, almost, like, loosely touch on it in a way where it almost makes it, like, more uncomfortable, where it's, like, at the beginning of the movie, you oh, know, yeah, they're like one, one of the girls, like, found- die from, like, an overdose yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's, like, and even, like, Kit using all of their red money to buy drugs. It's like there, there are these like dark things, but they're not like appropriately touched on. Um, however, understanding, under, I'm fully conscious of you know all of these things, but you just cannot not fall into the trap of Julia Roberts. She yeah, is I mean, magnetic. She is that girl. I mean. The thing is, though, about this film is that, yeah, I think Julia is carrying the entire film. I find Richard Gere to be like, I don't find him. I just don't think that there's much going on behind his eyes. It's like an abyss in there or something. You're like, I don't really get what's happening here. And he's kind of like mean. Also, what is it like? Isn't he like he's like suing or like buying back or suing like. No, he's like buying out like a, a like um someone who makes like weapons of war or something. Like that's like the old guy's job. It's really actually when you look at the details, you're like, oh, this is actually like kind of like really it's stressful. Like so eighties. Like, so like there's I feel like there's Excessive, so much like, like yeah, like I'm surprised there wasn't like too much like coat. You know, I wish that there was more. Not that I wish there was more coke, but I feel like that would be probably like more realistic too. Yeah, one hundred percent. I kind of like disagree though. Like about him, I think <laughs> at the risk of sounding like an absolute fucking loser by saying this, but <laughs> I, I mean, I think their chemistry is like uh, I could puke it so good. But I also think like it's like. Maybe maybe this is just speaking more about me where it's like it's that type of like almost like cold guy that's like the most intriguing at first. Um, but it's like the, their look when they look at each other. Mm-hmm. It's like the small things that he says. I'm like, wow. Hot. I mean, yeah, I get I don't know. I think that again, that, that a lot of that comes from Julia just being like so charismatic. And I'm sure that Richard Gere was like, yeah. wow, like this is such a joy to work with someone. Like she's just so stunning and fun and like has a great laugh, like and really like the making of a of a star. Like I think that also I don't know. I have you ever watched um American Gigolo? I think a bit of it, like half of it. Okay, so, I mean, for me, I watched that film because I don't know about you, but I feel like moms of our, like, our generation moms were obsessed with Richard Gere. Obsessed? Like, I I did not really get it. Huh? Yeah, who would he be comparable to? I don't know because he's, like, so, I don't even understand it, but it's just so funny to me because it's, like, it's, like, all I heard about from like my the, my mom's generation of women were like Richard Gere, 
Richard Gere. I didn't even think like Brad Pitt that much. And Leo was like, Leo DiCaprio was like too young for them. It was like, Richard Gere is so dreamy. And then what happened? He like fell off. I don't know what happened. But when I watched American Gigolo, I was like, oh, I see where they're little... They're, they like have this grandfathered affection in, you know what I mean? Like they grew into this affection for so many years from like probably seeing American Jiggle and being like, (laughs) Oh my God. And, um, and what's it called? An officer and a gentleman. I think that one too. Mom's mom's loved. Oh my God. I've never seen that. Oh my God. It's actually, okay. I saw it a long time ago. An officer and a gentleman. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it was like, a weird like time. Really yeah, it was. I, it's really funny. Well, you know what else that reminds me of? It's like it's like like when um, I guess people kind of like Tom Cruise. Was that a thing? I don't think. I don't think in the same same yeah, no. way. I think once everyone found oh, yeah. out, he's name. he's very stunning in this. I'm looking at stills. Wow, 1983. Oh, he's like gorgeous. So pretty. And I love how like whenever I, I Google his, I'm like always like ethnicity. Him and him and George Clooney, they're like a little bit tanned. And you're like, they must be mixed in some way. I want a DNA test. And I'm pretty sure that I looked up Richard Gere's thing. And I'm pretty sure his ancestors go back to like the Mayflower or something stupid. Like. No, I bet they do, but it's almost that, like it's that Mediterranean, like I don't know, yeah. something's happening, but so handsome. And then he went gray. What was that? Which I oh, actually yeah. like, love the gray. Love it. Well, you know what film we do hate, we do have talked about Runaway Bride. Not the same thing. Not the same thing at all. Not even in the same canon to Pretty Woman. And I'm not, I'm saying that as someone who is a Pretty Woman skeptic. Not the same thing. Like that movie's so weird. But you know what, again? It's so conservative and weird. It's so weird. It's like, why are you like harassing her? Like, yeah. Like, what's like crazy? Crazy. And he was kind of, like, the things that he would say was so, like, right-wing and weird. Like, this fucking, I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even think of anything. <laughs> no, no, you're right, though. You're right. You said it, sister. You're right. It's true, though. It, it is so weird. My favorite thing about Pretty Woman are, is, like, mainly for me, I love the costume design. Wow. They yeah, just, so good. They, they really... I actually don't know if I can accurately say an idiom properly at all. I think my brain is broken. (laughs) Wait, no, knocked it out of the park. Okay, I got it. (laughs) There you go, there you go, there you go. You crushed it, crushed it. Crushed it. I have to say this whole time I've had like, I like cut my finger and I've been like dotting my blood on the piece of paper this whole time for like at least 10 minutes. I should probably get a (laughs) band But you, know, you know what I do also think is really funny about Pretty Woman is like the 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 way that it is so dated, especially with like the way the hotel is like decorated. It's like yes. so grandma and funny. Like this is the what's that actor's name actually? The one that was like the concierge. That's so like very helpful. Oh, Hector me. Hector Elizondo, I think. Who else is? What else is he in? He's in it, Princess Diaries. 
Okay, but like I'm not like a huge Princess Diaries girl. Oh really? Okay, hold I on. Know. I mean, like I'm maybe he's also the Breakfast Club. Uh huh. I mean, he's also an American gigolo. He is. Yeah, he's an American gigolo. He's in also Runaway Bride. How funny. Um. Oh, but he's in Raising Helen. He's like that kind of recurring character. It's like Bob Balaban or something. You're like he's always around. Would you Would you cry at Pretty Woman? Have you ever cried at Pretty Woman? No. Why are you Have saying you? it like that? No, no, but I, you know what I cried at that I was like, that I was like, literally like, I have a problem. What? I cried during that everywhere, everything, whatever, all at once. Oh, I haven't seen it yet, but it's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> but like, okay, I watched it and I have to tell you that I was like, I am so shocked that all these like bros really like this film because to me, I was like, this is a movie about like mothers and daughters. And I was like, I was like fucking like bawling and I was watching it with my cousins and I was like, I'm so glad that they're, they have that kind of respect for me that they would never look at me while I cried during a movie. Me just like frantically like laughing, but also crying. They like, don't look at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's res- that's family, baby. That's respect. <laughs> you know. I I also credit Moonstruck this time around. Something's wrong with me. I don't. Know. Oh, that's fucking weird. That's crazy. <laughs> I, I don't cried, know. You know. When the, when the oh my god, I'm tearing up. I mean, <laughs> when the old what? man is like like talking about the moon. <laughs> oh my god. I'm- <laughs> I think it's the seasons changing. We both get really affected by it, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> he was like, "Oh, look at the moon!" Hey, the, this, the guy, he's what was his name? He's like, he's like, um, uh, shares like uncle or whatever, and he he's always yeah, like yeah. so excited. He's always like, "Isn't it romantic?" <laughs> No, I I started crying when he was like looking at the moon and then he was like he was getting all frisky with his voice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. You know what? It's fine. <laughs> it's sometimes you just gotta gotta give a cry you gotta have a cry. Richard Gere in a uniform. You know what? I do like the fact that I'm looking at the officer and the gentleman thing. You know I do like a buzzed hair. Like, I don't, know, like, but I like, but I it's a little bit buzzed. But then, like in these pictures of him carrying her, it's all grown out. But there's like some pictures of it buzzed. I like a, I like a two, a, like a, a, I would say like a two and a one. If we're talking about clipper, clipper heights right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? No, I don't, I don't, I don't mind it. I mean, I think, yeah, he's just really, he's got a beautiful face. I just don't think that his character was written well in Pretty Woman. I just felt like there was no, like, real, like, depth. Like, why is he such a dick? Because he went through a divorce or something? Yeah, he's just, like... You know what it is, though? It's, like, when someone is so cold, then in the presence of, like, that warm charisma, they just... You know, it's like an onion, peeling layers. I love it. I just, like, don't think he sufficiently was, like, he was, he sufficiently melted. You know, like, when you're, like, oh, like, like, it's kind of that thing where, like, there's a guy that's, like, really tough to, like, make laugh or something. And then, yeah. 
all of a sudden you like make him laugh and you're like, cause he like, he like can't not. And yeah. the, that little crack of a smile or like that little, like kind of like little sparkle in the eye of like mischief and whatever. I just like didn't get that from him, which you know what? I get it. But I think for you, your attraction to this is like very much rooted in the, um, I can fix him thing. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> what are we, is this a bigger conversation here? <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, I think <laughs> where to go from here. <laughs> I mean, I have it too. I was telling no, you. No, no, no. I think <laughs> I just, you know what it is? I, I love that she doesn't, she doesn't like dim anything about herself. Like she's so like unabashedly herself. And mm-hmm. in like those really small moments, you can tell that he like sees her and appreciates her, even though he maybe doesn't like vocalize it. It's like those like small moments where I'm like, Oh my God. Okay. Like you, you like, you get it. You get how special she is. Like that sort of vibe, you know? I know but why does he always tell her to like, stop biting her nails and like stand up straight or something that was annoying. a little too much about the nails all the whole movie he did it like four times oh really i didn't notice that but yeah i don't like that it's stop like stop biting your nails okay dad yeah. relax yeah yeah what i did like because yeah. I, I i stayed on hollywood boulevard i was like oh that's where he picks her up that's nice yeah. That's where he scoops her. And it, it honestly, Hollywood Boulevard still is still as joyful and seedy as it once was. Nice to see. Some things never change. And that's nice. Oh, the one thing I was going to say about the L.A. thing, about the sunny thing, what is scary about L.A. that I would say, I don't know if it would cause you to feel sad or like be like, okay, being depressed. But I do say there is a sense of mortality there because of the forest fires. And you're like, wow, we're entering like a certain like layer of hell here in this fire globe, snow globe thing, you know? Totally. But it's so funny, like that, like like juxtaposition where then it's also just like everyone's pretending it's like vehemently not happening. I like, you know. know what I mean? Like, on Instagram, like, you know, like, it's just, it's, it's, it's so funny. Well, I drove past a forest fire when I was there and I was like, so convinced it was control. But can you really, like, what is, can, is that just not an oxymoron? How do you control a forest fire? I don't know, but I know that they do do that. <laughs> but the only reason <laughs> I said that is because it was like in a straight line down the hill. Oh, crazy. I guess they're like, I mean, they're experts at it. No, but now. like I, I looked it up and it was not a controlled forest fire. It was an really? active fire that was about like, I, I would say like eight acres away from like homes. So you know what? It's hard to say because as, just to go back to Miami for one second, because I was like listening to a climate change podcast and I was like okay like listening to they're talking about like oh this glacier melting if this glacier melts all our sea levels will rise and it's like so scary but they were like you want to see like climate change go to Miami during high tide I'm going to go during high tide because I want to juxtapose that with the 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 little celebratory web three crypto shit that's happening (laughs) like 
what the fuck is that about? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. I That's know. crazy. But I guess, you know what? We can't live every single day worrying that there's going to be like you like I don't think the human brain has the capacity to like you know not come like at some point compartmentalize and like it, we're oh, we're no, the star we of our love own to adapt yeah, yeah totally we're very adaptable creatures which is why in pretty woman when she's like having the money like seeing how her life changes whatever she's like oh, okay interesting interesting I could do that an apartment like hundred percent. Okay. Do you think, I know we never like really do this, but do you think that they end up together after he rescues her from the, from the balcony and conquers his fear of heights? Sorry, like fire escape. Long? I apologize. You don't think long? I think that they probably do. I don't know. I think that probably like if I was, it's one of those situations where, cause he's like kind of like an older man and she's like a younger girl. Like, I feel like honestly, eventually she would just, she would just like kind of grow out of him, I think. But they would probably date for a while. Do you, what, I don't remember exactly what happens at the end. Does she? Is she like kind of like? It's like we don't know whether she's going to go to New York or is he going to stay there. Yeah, no, they part ways. And then she's packing up to go, and Kit has already like left left and the where apartment. Where's she going? Like TV. like Chicago or something? Something like that to go back to school. Mm-hmm. And then he he rescues her on his way to the airport. Sorry, rescues is the wrong word. Um, he scoops her up. <laughs> scoops her, yeah, he scoops her. To which she says, I I rescued you back or something like that. There's that line. It's so true. She did rescue him back. Honestly, men like that, they require that kind of like chaos. I I think that that's important for their for their own maturity. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I also think it's like crazy, like, but it doesn't feel weird to me, even though maybe it should, but he is 18 years older than her in that movie. Like in real life? Yeah, IRL. Oh yeah, that makes sense. She's like 22 or something. Is she 22? Yeah, she's super young in it. And the funniest thing to me is like, you know, have you heard the Taylor Swift song where she's like, I used to think that everyone's a sexy baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So also, like, she was twenty. I feel like sometimes she's twenty one. Yeah, exactly. So for me, I'm like in like those parts where she's like trying to be all like whatever. I'm like, this is kind of funny to me because like literally, she's like trying to be like a sexy baby. Yeah. I like yeah. I like my like my like I think that I prefer like a more like lived in sexy baby <laughs> like maybe like of like twenty seven <laughs> like I don't know that's just my take. No, I completely but yeah, that's agree. How I feel. Although she doesn't, maybe it's just because like her personality. She wasn't. I didn't think of her as like. An oh, age. like uh, under yeah, yeah. Like understanding, like you know that she's young. But it wasn't like, oh, this is weird watching this because she seems way too young. I don't know. For some reason, it's I didn't she's think tall. about that. But yeah. And I guess because they're like, she's pretty commanding, you know? She's definitely commanding, I think. And also, like, I guess the, um, it's just funny to me that, like, what? How many years later was uh, My Best Friend's Wedding? Our favorite. So good. Ugh. See, that's a kind of lived-in sexy baby. 28. <laughs> yeah, fucking upset, jaded, <laughs> hurt. 
That's what we love. Scared about death. <laughs> all of it. All of it. Just panicked. We love panicked. Yeah, I like a bit of like, you know, give me the sauce. I like some sauce, you know. I need to I need that in in any of the characters. I need some sort of like I get it. I think it's like always a thing that's like funny to me where it's like people I feel like people must think that I like love like these like really young characters which I do but I often think that because they're very much like dealing with young women are often having to deal with like the circumstances of their environment whereas like when they're a little bit older you like you get like a little bit more of um they, they get a bit more like of a handle on it they get a bit more like street wise and also a little bit more um less a little less wide-eyed but in like a in like a cool sultry way you know yeah I agree I also think it's just like a touch it's it's like a touch more like like as a viewer like relatable while still like being like fantasy like you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah you know actually my friend my friend always says um my friend Melissa is always like she made, she always made a good point that I always, I'd always like forget about is that when it's like a young person, the stakes are so much lower. Oh, that's such a good point. That's like so profound. Because it's like, it's like, oh, you know, that they'll probably, it's like when there's like stories about like high school love or something, you're like, eh, it's like, they just are worried about like having a kiss or like hooking up or whatever. It's not like be all and end all. But when you're like the stakes are higher when you're older under the Tuscan sun. Meanwhile. Yes. Okay. That's actually, that's so like simple, but profound. And I'd never really like thought about it. You know, the stakes are just higher for us now, which is why we lead such interesting lives. Dude. And they just keep getting higher. What's up with that? Oh my God. Don't kill me. Bananas. Anyways. Anyways. Um, well, that was stunning. I don't even know. We're just like trying to just get back into the swing of things, you guys. I hope that that was fun. I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think it was perfect. <laughs>